You're listening to Heating Up the UK, a Miami Heat UK-based podcast. Here's your host, Dan Healy, also known as at the Miami Heat UK. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to episode 33 of Heating Up the UK, a Miami Heat UK-based podcast. I'm your host, Dan Healy. Before we come on today's episode, please can I ask everyone to check out the YouTube channel. That's Miami Heat UK TV, Miami Heat UK TV. We have got lots of new shows coming at the start of the season, none more so that I'm excited to announce. If you may have seen my tweet, we are collaborating with the Miami Heat Film Room uh, to do some uh, some film analysis coming up for uh, for the new season. So a uh, really great account there. It's got a very quick uh, following for such a new account. Uh, what you may have seen so far, you would have enjoyed, I'm sure. So we're going to do like a quick sort of uh, fortnightly show, only sort of 10, 15 minutes each show, just to sort of break down some stuff that we've seen. So we're excited to collab on that, and that will be coming to the YouTube channel. So please subscribe to that. Also check out the website, Miami Heat uk.com plenty of articles will be dropping throughout the off season on trade rumors draft etc so please check that out too on to today's episode and i put on a tweet earlier today you may have seen it got quite a good reaction uh because there have been some uh some trade rumors that have suddenly come out of nowhere no more so than last night with Giannis uh saying that there was a link to him wanting a long-term move to miami something that has been touted already, but we'll discuss that because it's the first time we've seen a sort of true report about it. And then today, Shams dropped a, a bit of a bomb saying that Drew Holiday was being uh, that was uh, was being looking to be offloaded from the Pelicans. And uh, therefore, there's some interest there from the Heat, I'm sure, along with many other teams around the NBA. So I thought, OK, not necessarily an emergency pod because we haven't really done anything yet, but um, I thought there was enough here. It feels like uh, all of a sudden we've swelled into action with trade rumours and we love a trade rumour. So I thought, OK, let's get a pod going. And I thought to myself, let's have a quick look through my contacts in Miami and see who I can get to have a chat. And then suddenly realised that mm, this is probably the most important day in American history for some decades. So I thought, I better not bother them. So instead, I've gone a bit closer to home and I'm very pleased to welcome back again for, I think, his third appearance on Heating Up the UK. It's my brother, Bobby Healy. Bob. Hello, mate. How you doing? You really scraped to the bottom of the barrel, didn't you? You was like, who, who can I ask today of all days? <laughs> well, it's the thing. It was like because it was sort of a, a spur of the moment thing. And I generally did think oh, I could get I could get a couple of the guys that I know. They'd, they'd go to give some great analysis. So and I thought, no, this isn't the right time to be bothering them with a UK podcast in uh, in something that, uh, that's a, a very important matter going on over the pond and across the world at the moment. So, yeah, then I started thinking, um, OK, who can I ask from over here? Uh, got a few heat contacts over here, but again, I thought mm, it's a bit late notice, and I don't really want to bother someone on a weeknight. So I thought, I oh, know what I'll do. I'll just ask my brother. So uh, thank you very much uh, for joining yeah, me, mate. That that Miami Heat expert, <laughs> the yeah. analyst. Well, it's not necessarily. I mean, uh, for people that don't know, uh, my brother Bobby is a Philadelphia 76ers fan, but he is an unbiased fan. He is a knowledgeable fan, so he will. It's quite good because whereas I would get another Heat guest on. 
we you know everyone's the same you have this homerism where you just think that everybody's going to join you and all you've got to do is throw in a pick here and there and you'll get whatever person you want um so it's quite good that i'm going to start spouting off some ideas of who i think what i think is a fair trade and quite rightly from a neutral point of view you're going to sort of look at it and think that maybe that i'm in a in a pipe dream and it's not going to happen so you'll bring a bit better perspective to what maybe a miami heat fan would do so thank you for coming on and rescuing me tonight (laughs) <laughs> let's start with the uh, with the big news then so last night we heard uh, a reporter that's um you know this isn't a very verified reporter it's not uh, not even somebody with a massive following but that doesn't necessarily mean to be it's discredited this account is from a lady called ashley nicole um at ash nicole moss is her handle and um she has got contact she has been right about things before especially with the miami heat and she said that rep- she reported last night that due to her source from within the miami heat organization that yarnis wants a miami move long term deal and also reported that they uh, that tyler harrow would be on the trade block now she also said that the warriors were interested um, and that they were preparing an offer that included uh, Wiggins, another unnamed player, and multiple draft picks. But Giannis not necessarily being keen on that deal means that perhaps that it might be something that um, Warriors might end up bulking at because they're not going to maybe give up a lot of their future in terms of picks, etc., just for a year or a sh- very short-term deal. But that's the the, the difference is, is that, according to this report, is that he wants a long-term deal with Miami. So let's delve into it, Bob. Um, now, Tyler Harrow is somebody that is very highly regarded, not only in terms of um, obviously the organisation, but the fan base as well. They love the kid. What he's done in his first year has been incredible. He became a better player after the break um, into the bubble. Um, his upside is, from our point of view, enormous. Um, he he looks at himself as getting to that Devin Booker sort of level. He, he modelled his game on Devin Booker, being only a young kid, of course, only 20 years old. Um, and the Heat have said, look, that's fine, but you can be better than that. You can be a superstar. Um, he's got that arrogance and uh, and um, confidence to, to, to his game, which is something that not everybody can handle and do. So that's another great asset of his already. So we think very highly of Tyler Hero. But surely... When a well, a top three, top four, top five, however you want to put him, as soon as somebody like Giannis comes along, you've got to give up Tyler Hero in that trade package. Is there any reason why you would see that that wouldn't be the case? No, not not at all. Not at all. Um, listen, after, I think, after Tyler's incredible playoff performances, like, outside of Miami as I am, outside of Miami as a fan, um, I think a lot of people kind of felt that Tyler would probably fizzle out in the postseason. Um, it was kind of like he, he's probably not going to be physical enough, he's not experienced enough, and it's probably going to be a struggle for him. And we're going to find out, he's going to f- get found out, was kind of a lot of people's views, where he is just completely, it was disrespectful from all of us, mm. um, because he completely and, and utterly proved me wrong, and I know a lot of lot of people wrong with just how good he was. He didn't, he didn't just perform at the level he was playing at in the season, he was way above that level as well and mm. with the swagger and the attitude. So 
yeah, his stock is really, really high at the minute. And he, for me, has gone from those players where I've told you before, oh, he'll be a great shooter his whole career, but I don't think he can get into that Clay Thompson, sort of Devin Booker conversation. Well, that's, I think that's nonsense now. He has got that kind of potential. You know, having watched a lot more of him and having seen him do it on the biggest stage, absolutely. But this is Janice. Yeah. And Janice doesn't come along ever. You know, it's... You know, that's yeah. one of those players that, unfortunately, as much you can love him as, and it will be. You know, can you imagine seeing Tyler in a in a different jersey? It'll break your heart, wouldn't it? But yeah, well, and also saying that is he's from Wisconsin as well, so he'd be going mm. back home in a sense. So um, look, the thing is that a lot of fans, all fans, fall in love with with the potential. Um, it doesn't matter what sport you're watching. If you've got a teenage sensation, you want that kid playing for your team for as long as possible. We love the idea of a budding superstar. And that is what I genuinely believe he will be. Um, For for a rookie year, I think Tyler Hero has been sensational and he will get better. I have no doubt about that. But you empty the farm for a superstar. There's very few superstars in this league, a handful. Giannis is obviously one of them. So you empty the farm for him. However, if this is the case, if this is the case and Giannis wants Miami, then the strong argument here is, well, if that's the case, he can walk here next year. We will have the cap space to do it. And you haven't been able to, you haven't had to do anything because if we're going to do a trade, Tyler Hero is obviously going to be the piece that's going to make this attractive, but then you're going to have to probably add a Kendrick Nunn, who's also been rookie of, rookie of the month several times and had a great season before he started to filter out, obviously during the playoffs, you'll have to obviously make some money work. So that'll probably be somebody like a Kenny o, Kelly Olinick or an Iguodala or something like that. Maybe even a Dre Crowder as a tra- trade and sign, uh, uh, sign and trade. So, the, the money will have to work. So the package will have to be um, appealing to um, Milwaukee to, to, to do this now, because in my opinion, um, your best chance as Milwaukee to win a championship doesn't matter who is being thrown at you. Your best chance is to keep Giannis for another year. So I'm sure that they will want to do that. Um, yeah. Now, what would you say in terms of, because I put this on my Facebook and, uh, uh, page, uh, go and follow that, everybody, by the way, out of Miami Heat UK, <laughs> just like this. Um, I put this on my um, Facebook, I put this scenario saying, okay, let's say that Giannis says, I'm only going to Miami. Don't, I'm not going to entertain any other offers, offers, so I either stay here for the season or I go now. But Milwaukee then have got a decision to make. If they said, okay, we will let um, Giannis go now, but it would have to include... For example, Hero, Robinson, Olinick, and um, uh, Iguodala, and then you can have Giannis now. Or you wait a year and you have him for nothing. He walks into your team. And a lot of the people were replying, got a good response, were saying, you wait a year. What do you do there, Bob? If you're the Miami Heat, if they say, this is my package, um, take it now, and you've got your well whilst Jimmy Butler is still another year in his prime, do you take that now or do you say you wait the year? What do you do? Because I actually think that's a lot harder of a decision than what a lot of the responses were that were just saying wait a year. What do you do? So this is if Janice has made it clear he wants to come up to Miami, Correct. right? Yeah, this it's, it's not, a computer. Yeah. It's a complete it's not hypothetical. Like a, he doesn't know what he's doing yet. No, it's a complete hypothetical. If he says, if 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 the Bucks were to say, okay, we're resigned to losing him, so we're going to get something back. That's the mm-hmm. package we want. Do you do you press the button? Do you pull the trigger? Yeah, I, I think you do. And I think you you kind of just said it. It's like 
listen, Miami were streets ahead of where we thought they were. Obviously, a finals appearance was inconceivable, but it wasn't undeserved. I've said this to you. This, you know, it wasn't like a freak run. It was you were genuinely very, very good. So as you say, do you do you wait another year? And you know, what if what if Butler falls off in that year? What if he gets injured? What if? You know, I know there's a lot of what ifs, but I just think that when you signed Butler, it was kind of like, you know, we need that win now mentality. Um, and yeah, of course, it would mean giving up some good pieces, but again, Janice, and I just think, yeah, the, the sensible thing from an entire roster point of view might be to, to wait a year, but you're another year in Jimmy's, on Jimmy's legs, aren't you? You know, I know, listen, that guy proved, you know, everyone wrong with his legs this year because it was just ridiculous what he was doing. He's running a marathon every game. But um, I, I just think snatch it and just say, well, we've got, you know, we were that close, you know. Listen, Lakers, Lakers were fantastic. But you had some injuries, but you were close. You were close. You were in the finals. So if I'm looking at it now, if you'd have gone out in the first or second round this year, maybe you pump the brakes and say, well, we'll wait a year and see what happens. But I just think you were that close. And whilst things are feeling good in Miami, you don't want to risk that all falling off next yeah. year. You know, I know the culture's good and stuff, like that, but you just never know, do you, in basketball? Things change so quickly. That if, if if I myself was in that position, I just think that one year of Jimmy being a year younger, and this is Janice we're talking about. Let's just have a go. You know, we get a couple, an extra season basically to have a go. Yep, I, I I do agree, and I always believe that yeah, you you take the star if he's available now because you do never know what will happen. Who knows if the Bucks went on to win? Um, he may have a change of heart. Um, he may get an injury during that season. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that could happen to change it. So if the chance is there to take it, all you've got to do is push the yeah. trigger. I always it, believe you take the star. Yeah, it's going to cost you more. Of course it is. But what's yep. the cost of a title? So well, yeah. I just think it's another year of Janice and Jimmy together. I just think you just have to do it as much as you might let some people go that you really don't want to. Yeah, I, I, You can't put a price on Janice, in my opinion. Yeah. So. I, I agree with you. And, uh, and I think Pat Riley would probably agree with us yeah. as well, because he's always been one that says you get the star, you figure the shit out afterwards. Yeah. And if you're having um, Jimmy Butler on the on the back of the best season he's ever had, you're right as well about his legs, because even though he's Jimmy Butler and he's a different breed, Jimmy's legs are fierce. You know, they, 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 he, he taxes his body. So, uh, you know, you are right that another year is a lot of miles. And if you've got then Jimmy Butler prime form, Giannis, double MVP, and Bam Adebayo, who's a budding superstar, yeah. you'll you'll get the rest. Now, the only exactly. thing that a lot, a lot, another thing that a lot of people may bulk out a little bit is okay. You've almost got to accept that Tyler Harrow would have to go begrudgingly. But if Duncan Robinson went in that deal as well, the only thing is, is you're you're, you're taking out now two snipers, a lot of shooting for Giannis, who as credible as he is, mm-hmm. is not a shooter. So you yeah. now start to think, OK, well, you've now got you've now got to go and find some shooting. So that would not might become a bit difficult. Um, but I, I do on the back of that, I might look to try and negotiate that down from Robinson to maybe a Kendrick Nunn. But, you know, I'm not, I don't know why we're sort of discussing that because it's a hypothetical <laughs> anyway. But that's probably the only thing I would say that might be a little you bit would... expensive. True. But I just think if you it's Janice A number one, but if you um you just gotta try and find some relatively cheap options that, that can shoot. You're not gonna get sharpshooters, of course you're not, you're not gonna get heroes again. No. But if you, you pick you know, you're gonna go for Janice no matter what, and if that meant you lost your two sharpshooters, you just gotta kinda of find some some players that can come in and do a job and let let those you know, let Janice, Bam and 
um, yeah. and Jimmy do the, do the rest. Yeah, and of course you'd still have Goran Dragic there, who would do be able to yeah. add to some points. But you don't you don't want to be filled with a, with a team that can't shoot, can you, Bob? Oh. <laughs> Sorry, mate. We actually made it quite far. To be Fifteen fair. minutes. Yeah, without without a Sixers reference. Without a Sixers piece. So yeah. Uh, yeah, there we go. Sorry, that just that just came up. So uh, sorry about that. Um, no, I I, 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 I agree. I agree. You, uh, yeah, I think the bottom line is you, you take the star. So I would do that deal, even though it is a bit heartbreaking because the chances are he could very well walk to Miami in a year's time. Um, let's say that it did play out. And I firmly, by the way, before we go any further, I don't believe this is going to happen this off season. I firmly believe he will be of the Bucks this year. Um, so therefore, if he becomes a free agent next year and he doesn't sign his Supermax, um Miami obviously will be in the conversation. Um, I don't really see there be many other opportunities. Do you see anybody else in the in the league? Where perhaps maybe Toronto would be in with a shout due to his connections with Messiah. Um, apart from that, there's not really many that, uh, in terms of a challenger at least, unless he wants to go and join a Dross team like New York or someone, which I obviously yeah. can't see happening. Do you see anybody else that might have a shout of um, of, of nabbing him? Because you know, a lot of people are talk, speaking about the Warriors, but I just don't see that. No, I, I think... The Warriors are certainly going to have a go, and yeah. don't be surprised. If, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see. I've said this before. We see the Warriors try and do something before the season starts. Mm. Um, but I just think the whole Kevin Durant thing of of prior years will play on Janice's mind. He doesn't want to be known as uh, Durant 2.0, does he? In terms of no. he took took the easier option. Um, so no, you know I do think the Warriors are going to have a go. And who knows? You never know. It could, yeah. it could happen, but I'd, I'd hate to see that. I think the league would hate to see that. And yeah, I, I just don't see Janice doing it. But um, no, you're yeah, probably right. I mean, Toronto would have a shout 100% because, as we say, with that connection. Um, but I would say, yeah, you, you Toronto. And then you know, you've got to say someone like the Knicks, as much as that is a horrendous move and I, I can't see it happening, unless he just wants to be the guy of New York City. Do you know what I mean? As, it is still New York. Yeah. So, yeah. Who hmm. knows? I mean, I, I, I personally, I, I just wouldn't see that happening. No. I just think that why, why would you want to go? It's not just the fact that, um, you know, all right, they're a massive franchise. We know this, but it's just such a car crash of an organisation. And if you're going there to feel like you're going to be the one that's going to be the saviour, well, what are they going to put around him? No, well, exactly. how, how do you trust anything that New York do to make that to to make the, or get get the best out of Giannis's best years? Yeah. I just if don't they, see if that happening. If they had a capable front office, yeah, that wasn't different. a car crash. It would be a different story. You know, he might have his you know his poster up in Times Square and be he'll be the king of that city. But at what cost? Like yeah. really? Like he yeah. wants to win stuff, doesn't he? So yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I wouldn't rule them out. Of course, I wouldn't. But yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't I don't see the Warriors thing happening either. I think that that's right. What you mentioned there about um, Durant 2.0, I think that would play on his mind. Um, I don't think the league would like to see it as the, another good point you made there. Um, I also don't really see how it happens anyway, because they don't have the cap space to get him in free agency, surely, because they've got that horrendous Wiggins contract. They're paying Clay and um, Curry two of the biggest contra- contracts in the in the league. So I don't see how that happens anyway. And therefore, if, they, if they're going to do something, it needs to be a trade. And that's who the hell is who's, who the hell's going to take on Wiggins is four years at 30 something million or whatever it is no, it's exactly. horrendous so I mean the, the offer is 
is the number two was it number two pick that yeah, number about? two pick that's yeah, the sweetener of the deal yeah. isn't it but yeah. but you'd you know, be looking for a bigger return on that on, on Giannis wouldn't you of course you would you know if it was number one pick and we were getting a generational talent coming through the draft which doesn't look like there is I mean I'm not a huge draft you know I don't have a huge draft knowledge but you know that might be a little bit more of a sweetener but I, yeah, yeah I think I think Warriors definitely have a swing but yeah mm. I can't oh, they see will. I'd rather think the Bucks would just say no you're alright we'll, we'll wait it out and see what happens Yep. Okay. Last question on Giannis before we move on. Mm-hmm. Um, do you see any scenario um, where he stays in Milwaukee? Okay, because he's up for the supermax. That's a hell of a lot of bloody money <laughs> to leave on the table. Um, he, by all accounts, he likes it there. He loves the city. Um, do they have to, have to, have to win this year, this coming year to make him change his mind, or not? Sorry, not even change his mind to make him firmly believe that he can stay there and just carry them to future success. Or do you think that whatever happens, he's going to be walking out that door next year? Um, I think there's a definite chance he stays, definite. But, you know, we've heard about them going out, was it, to dinner and talking about the future of the franchise. And, you know, it depends what they do between now and the start of the season. If they just go into next season with the same roster and it fails again, I can absolutely see that being the end of the relationship. If they try and move some pieces around... I mean, again, if they move some pieces around and that doesn't work, maybe that it all just goes stale. You, you, things change so quickly, don't they? Things look mm. like, you know, he can look like he's happiest player in the world and then one season can change everything. So yeah. I can absolutely see him signing it. Um, I think it's a, it's a big couple of months for them because yeah. realistically, what they're, they're kind of bolted into what they've got and... I, that roster's not good enough. It isn't mm. good enough. I'm sorry. They don't. They don't play well enough in the in the off season. But yeah, to answer your question, I mean, it is such a tough one, Janice. He's got all the cards in his in his pocket, hasn't he? But um, yeah. I absolutely can see him staying. Yeah. Yeah, I think that there's a legitimate chance he could stay, but um, I just think that I mean I've said it to you, I've said it on my podcast before. I just don't think you get anywhere with Chris Middleton as your number two player because he's a good player, don't get me wrong, but he's another guy who's on a massive contract. I think they've got four more years at silly, silly money, huge money, um, which has restricted them a bit. And yeah, you can fill that team um, with good shooters and stand, you know, solid players, but. Um, they, they've said the right things, as you mentioned there. They've taken him out to dinner straight away and said, look, this is what we're prepared to do. We're going to go into the luxury tax and so on. Um, but they need another piece. They need a piece that's better than Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton yeah. is your third man. And therefore, if your third man's on 40 million or whatever it is that's close to that, um, you haven't got much wiggle room to bring in someone better than that. So I don't see anything huge happening with Milwaukee, but we'll see. We will see. It's, no, they're, um, well, they're, they're the best, best regular season team nothing's even comes close really to them at the minute, but yep. they're very, very flawed when it comes to the playoffs. So that, that could be playing on his mind. Yeah, definitely. So, um, yeah, we will see, but I firmly believe it, it's a two horse race here. If he doesn't stay, I think it's Absolutely. out of Miami and Toronto and we will see what happens. So, uh, yep. okay, let's park the honest there for the moment. Now today, Shams with the work, with the, um, with the bomb, to say that, <laughs> um, that he, uh, that New Orleans were looking to, Talk about uh, yeah trade scenarios with Drew Holiday. Now Drew is one of my favourite players, and I, I've screamed um, for a long time that, uh, on this podcast as well that he is actually the perfect fit for Miami. Um, I would take him over a lot of guys. In fact, you'd take Giannis out. I'd probably then go. My next choice would be Drew Holiday. I just think he is spot on for Ooh, what we need. Over Bill. I, uh, oh, I don't know. I don't know. No, <laughs> I've no, heard you talk a, a lot about Bill that's over the lie. years. That's a lie. Yeah, Bill, Bill, uh, Giannis, then Drew Holiday, definitely. 
um so much of a wish list no that's right yeah that's it yeah so um i'm uh we're not going to be alone um it's been reported tonight um from greg sylvander from five reasons sports in miami to say that obviously we will patiently um pursue drew holiday um so there's obviously a link there but i think that, that you could say uh, that with about with pretty much every team that, that can ha- have a chance to sign him um i think that's going to be the case um where th- th- i mean again let's just talk about a possible scenario here because we believe we haven't really heard much more about this but we believe that drew holiday is up for trade because um you know 30 years old now um i suppose they're looking at it where they want now a young hole or some picks or something like that to uh, to to bring them forward because it's not really going to happen with this youthful exuberance they've got these talented young players and and Drew Holiday there it's not going to move the needle much more so therefore they're looking to maybe trade maybe get the, uh, some more youth players or a hole of picks or whatever they can to build for the future. Um, if from Miami's point of view, again, for me, absolutely you do not trade Tyler Harrow. For Drew Holiday. Um, again, this is coming from a homerism point of view. I think most Miami fans would feel the same. Again, from the outside looking in, whatever else would need to make up the money side of it, from a Sixers fan point of view, do you put together again a package to make the money work, say of Iguodala or Olinik? It's the same two really we're looking at because they're expiring contracts. And then you throw in Tyler Hero to get Drew Holiday. Do you make that deal? Do you think that's sensible or do you hold off? No, I don't, I don't think you put hero in it personally um i actually believe that listen this is obviously only just kind of broken today we don't really know much more on on who's interested we're just hearing contenders and stuff aren't we so yeah um i don't think the offer will will actually i don't think they're going to get a huge amount for him Mm. probably what he is actually worth i don't think they're going to get it because you know i just don't think the offers are there so listen um, no, I, I just listen. Holiday's a great player, and as you say, he fits on Miami perfectly. So maybe it might take Hero to just get that over the line. But I just kind of sit there and I think you might be able. I think someone's going to lowball him a little bit. I really do. Um, yeah. Because of his age, he's on big money. He's a great, great player. Don't get me wrong. And there's going to, as we can see, there's going to be a whole host of teams. But I can almost guarantee you that I don't think player. I mean, it's going to take a player on a big contract, isn't it? Yeah. Um, for me, it's just kind of like I don't know how the Pels can win this trade mm. because obviously he's on good money. You know what are they looking for? Because if, as you say, we've read that they might be trying to, you know, they're going with youth because their team is already very young as it is. So they're trading away an experienced piece, but they're they're more than likely going to get an experienced one back, aren't they, for that money? Yeah, well, this is this is um, my thinking as well, and I agree with you. And I was doing a bit of research again. We've only heard this a matter of hours ago, so um, we're sort of uh, only recent, mm. sort of loosely looked at it. But I agree with you. I don't really think they're going to get much in return. I think they're going to get lowballed as well because if you're looking for you, you know, a couple of nuggets like some like good rising budding you know sort of stars um then you've also got to make the money work in terms of yeah. expiring as well um i don't see many people that have got that to offer really um you know they're not going to the team's not that they're kept. willing to trade do you know what i mean it's exactly like... yeah so uh, miami could play, come into play here uh we do need a, a, a you know a point guard who's defensive minded and drew holiday is arguably the best at that um so that's why i do love the fit but 
you know, for me, absolutely not. You don't do that deal whatsoever if it includes Tyler Hero. Let me ask you this. If you've done the same deal then, Iguodala, veteran mm. presence amongst young players, Kelly Olynyk to fill the money up, um, still a useful rotation NBA player, by the way, um, mm. again on a spiving contract. But then you take out Hero and you put in Duncan Robinson, who's just had an incredible season, one of the best shooters now in the league in his first year. Do you now do that deal? Oh, it's hard. It's a lot I, harder. It, I, I feel like Robinson kind of was a was a joy to watch during the playoffs, but I still feel like Hero's ceiling might be higher. I might oh, just definitely. be drawn. I just I'm drawn into Hero. I just think he's got that kind of superstar kind of swagger about him. Um, he's going to take a player. Don't get me wrong. He's going to take a player. It's not you know you're not going to be able to not include probably either Hero or Robinson. They're going to want one of those players most likely. Same as if they go for a trade with another team. You know when I say low ball, I mean they're not going to get a star back mm. for the back for him no. as much as they want. Um, so with with regret I would because it is still Drew Holiday mm-hmm. and you're still keeping Hero who has in my opinion, got the higher ceiling. Yeah, I, I think I don't want to entertain any deal that's going with Hero, and I don't think the Miami Heat would. In fact, the reports are that the Miami Heat will not entertain any deal that includes no. Tyler Hero, and rightly so. Um, so I think that I know Robinson has had a, a ridiculous season, just unbelievable what he's done this year. But mm-hmm. he's a specialist um, that you can always find shooting. Okay, you might not find as efficient uh, as he has proved, but you've still got Tyler Harrow on the team who will get better if he's shooting. He's already a great shooter. Um, if you lose, if you're, all you're really doing is losing Iguodala, Olinik, they might want Kendrick Nunn in there as well. And to be honest, I wouldn't actually be upset with that because no. if you've got Goran Dragic and now... Um, uh, Drew Holiday in as your two point guards. You, you, there's no need for none. He's, he's expendable. So no, he, he, he would go. So in that sense, I actually think that's a relatively fair trade because, you know, if you're New Orleans, again, I'm not sure really who's going to offer you much more than that because you've got a, 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 a fantastic, a rookie of the year candidate in Kendrick Nunn. You've got uh, an elite shooter uh, in Duncan Robinson. You've got a very good NBA rotation player in Kelly Olynyk, who's on an expiring contract. And you've got a veteran, still very good player, veteran presence leader in Iguodala. Um, I don't think you're going to get much more than that if you're New Orleans. So I think that that's actually a relatively fair deal. Would you agree? I, I do. I think that, listen, there's going to be other teams and there's going to be picks involved, which perhaps Miami yeah. Do not have yeah. have the Arsenal of, so that is why I think you need to include one of, you know, if you had an, an Arsenal of picks, you're saying Robinson and Hero no chance, they're not involved because they're not involved for money reasons, they're involved to sweeten the deal to make yep. it worthwhile for exactly. Pels. So you you've got you kind of not got that on your side in that other teams that might be interested will probably put some picks in there too, and I'm sure the Pels are probably looking at it as we want. We would like some picks involved, so that's why I'm including one of the two, your two young, sort yep. of great players in in either Robinson or Hero. So yeah, you have to, yeah. It, listen, it's it's a tough one because we, as you said, we don't know anything about it, do we? So we don't know who who is actually into it, which players, you know, what the market actually is for Holiday. So mm. whilst that sounds like a good offer, there could be someone in the league who just comes through, who just values Holiday stupidly. And offer something much, much higher than what someone like Miami can offer. Yeah, I don't possibly. think it's a bad offer. Don't get me wrong. Like, you know, you're, you're a Robinson in a trade 
and a, and a couple of vets that are on expirings and stuff. That's that's quite attractive to me mm. if you're trying to get rid of him. I think they're going to go in high and they're going to realise very, very quickly the pills that I don't think they're going to get the offers. No, I don't. Because, the, again, this is a guy who's 30 years old now. He's also come off of a big injury, so he's on big no, money no, next definitely. year. Listen, there's, a teams that, there's, a, there's going to be a whole host of teams that want him, mm. but I, it, there, no one's going to absolutely gut their team for them, are they? So, no. Um, it, it mean, all depends. Unless someone comes in for something stupid because they're desperate for something, you, you know, I think like everyone's almost got a fair playing field with this one. Yeah. Do, do you see that um, we just talked about them? Do you see maybe the Bucks look at something like this if they could make it work? I, well, I saw a lot of, after Shams tweet, I saw a lot of people, a lot of Bucks fans at them. Was, I mean, they have to, right? This is, yeah, I think that would be a good fit for them. I, yeah. I don't know what they've got in terms of picks and I don't know. You know, I don't know them as well as other teams in terms of um, nah. money-wise. But I think there's going to be a lot of offers on the table. And yep. without repeating myself, I I just think for Pels, realistically, last season would have been a better time to try and shift him if this was the case. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I think I think that um, yeah, Miami will will sit there. They'll be patient as we've already uh, discussed. I think they'll they'll talk they'll be in the conversation but realistically i don't think it's going to happen because i think new orleans are either going to want too much or we're or we're just not going to pursue it because remember if we do pursue this deal it effectively means then you're not then getting Giannis because uh, there's no way you're going to have um Giannis on a, on a max jimmy on a max bam you're going to have the max next year and then drew holiday on 20 plus million you don't have anything left so um i just think we'll have the conversation but i think it would be a quick conversation and it won't happen personally from miami's point of view the only other teams that i thought again i'm not sure what people's pick situations are like and that's probably what um, new orleans will be looking at is getting a haul of picks maybe rather than players but in terms of a player personnel point of view the only other teams that i had sort of in with a decent chance i think the clippers might be able to offer them something mm-hmm. in that sense i think the nets are an attractive proposition might be able to offer and perhaps they might be able to do something uh, at, at golden state uh, if they're willing to take on the bad contracts which i don't think they would but any other teams other than them that you have looked into or thought that you might see as in with a shout no i, I think i think you're right i think you've I think absolutely um, the Nets would probably like to to make something happen. Um, I f- I'm not just saying this because it's us. I think we'll, we'll have a go with something. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that offer would include, you know, either Al or, or Tobias. And is that any better for the Pels in what their current situation? No. We do have five picks in this draft, which could be yeah, interesting. Um, I think we'll have a go because it's Daryl Morey and he likes to have a go at everything. But um, mm-hmm. no, I think you're right. I think. It's those teams you said. I don't think Golden State will. They might show a little bit of it. I think there's going to be a lot of little offers coming from a lot yeah. of teams. I, I think they're going to go sky high and they're going to realise very quickly that's 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 not going to happen. So yeah. it'd be interesting one because it's a good player. He's a very very good player, and mm-hmm. I just don't think any teams really going to break the bank for him. No, that's right. He's, he's in that sort of category, isn't he? He's not superstar by any means. Um, he's, I, I would I would put him in as a star player, but he isn't that sort of. He's not the top tier of the star players. He's just he's a good fit and a good player for a lot of teams. But as you just said there, it's just a good sort of summary of it. Is you're not going to break the bank for him, especially at his age and on his injury record. Yeah. So no, yeah, not we'll in 2020. See. No, we'll see. We'll see what happens with Drew. Okay, mate. Well, um, you know that's uh, trade rumours are. Uh, full in uh, swing with it now so uh, we, we love Join. that we, we love that as fans so talking very quickly about the Sixers then new uh, coach new oh, front office 
And, uh, well, you know, things are now turning the corner, mate. It's exciting times yeah. in Philadelphia. You've got you know, something that you haven't had for a long time, which is uh, some organisation there now. And uh, straight away, almost inevitable, you get links with James Harden. Is that going to happen? <laughs> uh, no. No, I don't think so. I, I wouldn't rule it out in the future, by the way. If things go if things go wrong for, Hard, for Harden next season, that doesn't mean necessarily he goes to Sixers. I, do, I, do, I just think hard, there is some activity bubbling in, in Rockets. But... Um, no, I don't see that one happening. I think that's just Maury coming in and, and trying to trying to stir the pot and be Maury, isn't he? But no, it's um, it it feels exciting. I, I I can't get excited as excited as I want to be because the Sixers have a very good way of letting you down. But listen, you've gone from from Brand and 300 other people in the front office and um, oh my God, what was the coach's name? Brett Brown. That's um, yeah. he's so forgotten. <laughs> That's how quickly I've erased him from my memory. And and you've brought in, Doc, a very, very good um, coaching staff. And then, obviously, you've got Daryl um, up there with Elton. So, you know, you're putting good good people, good basketball people in there. So, you know, we all know how bolted the Sixers' um, contracts are. But it's Daryl Morey. So, yep. we've got, what, they've got like a month or so to get their arse in gear. It's crazy. It's going to kick off. It is. Because teams now, it's in, you know, what do we see from from Shams or Walsh or both of them earlier that it's inevitable it's now going to be the 22nd mm. my god that's that's yeah. a six week so, yeah <laughs> I can't wait I'm so you know I don't like getting involved because I understand that you know players have got their different things going on Miami and Lakers only literally come home a little while ago yeah. so I completely understand the arguments but from a fan's perspective can't Bring wait it on. and yeah my god is a lot about to happen in the next month it's going to be exciting times. So, uh, yeah, let's see what happens then. So first, the sort of 24 hours of some real genuine trade rumours coming about. We'll, uh, we we love trade season, so uh, we'll see what happens. But, yeah, good stuff. Um, good luck with the Sixers uh, going forward next year, Bob. Um, look after our guy, Jay Rich. Is he going to be there next year? Uh, I'd, I'd like him to be. Yeah. Um, I, I don't. I think there's only one player at the minute that I'm absolutely certain is going to be there next year and that's impede the rest I'm not so sure so <laughs> <laughs> we'll see right well yeah. uh, thank you very much for uh, for coming on and um, and jumping on this sort of hashtag emergency pod if you want to call it that <laughs> even though it's not but um, yeah appreciate you coming on again mate uh, thanks for having me mate it's, so, it's always fun no problem yeah we'll best, speak again soon we'll do some Miami Yes, thank you. Yeah, we've uh, we've got a lot I to don't. be excited about. Lots to be excited about. So it's good. It's good. Uh, we'll we'll talk again. We'll do something just Definitely. before the season starts. I'm sure we'll do some sort of preview. Um, that'd be good fun. But until then, uh, we'll be back hopefully next week. Uh, we'll, I'm trying to get something together to do a a draft car, uh, podcast with uh, with one or two guests. So uh, look out for that next week. And if we uh, if not if anything major happens in between, then then of course we'll jump back on. But until then, guys, stay safe. Take care. We'll see you next week.